Welcome back to Small Town Missing. I'm Thomas. I'm Will. And I'm Rhonda. And if you can't tell by the sound of our voices, some of us are still recovering from COVID. Well, it, like I said that last time and the joke's done, it's been so long since we sat down and done this, you guys. Literally got done two seconds that ago. other episode two seconds ago, but whatever. <laughs> I enjoyed the episode regardless. <laughs> but y'all ready for the new episode? Let's do this. All right. Here we go. Okay, according to TexasHillCountry.com, this is Texas' oldest cold case. Oh, this is like Marvin wow. A. Clark territory. Well, not quite. Well, close, maybe. I think it might be a little, because Marvin's was 1926 or 8, oh, somewhere no, in there. Not quite that far back. This one actually turned 74 this month. Well, that's still, I mean, hey, that's a, a so long that time. So that would be, what, 48? Some, yeah. Yes, I You're think. Very, very good, Tom. Right? Yeah, I can do math. Right? 76? Oh, wait, 74, you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's right. You're right. Yeah. You I can that. do math. I can't. Okay. <laughs> I can't either. I, I need can't. a piece of paper and a pencil. <laughs> I need a calculator. <laughs> okay. Mary Virginia Carpenter, or Jimmy, as she was known, oh, was 21 years old when was she, she went missing. Let me finish my sentence. Oh, well, she's uh, like, the reason I'm asking is because Southerners have a weird habit of having nicknames that don't have a damn thing to do with our names. Well, we shorten it. You know, we love shortening. Well, shortening. Yeah, we do. Like, we all love like, the nicknames. Like grandpa's name was Pete. Nickname was Pete, but his name was Thomas Edward. Yeah. My mom's name is Moose. I mean, I yeah. mean, we call her Moose. So, I mean, Southerners have weird-ass nicknames. They I'm do. sorry for interrupting you, but <laughs> it's just like, he called her Jimmy. I'm like... I love that, Jimmy. I mean, my like, grandmother's name was Bobby. I mean, I love yeah. that. But I mean, her real name was... Um, oh, God. What was her real name? Oh, my <laughs> God. Put him on the spot. Uh, uh, forget, for, forgive me. I'll think of it later. At least I know my grandfather's name. No, I guess it was bo- just Bobby. We called Yeah, Bobby Pate. I think that was it. Mm. I'm telling mm. you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was Moving. she a Southerner? Yeah, she was. She actually went missing from Denton, Texas. Oh, so she was. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Some articles refer to her as Virginia, but her name was Mary Virginia. So. Yeah, we'll see. I wasn't sure if she just went missing in Texas or was actually from Texas. So No, she was from Texas. Okay, then. Yeah, she's okay. a southerner. Yeah, she left home in Texarkana on June 1st, 1948, and it was on the Texas side. And she traveled. There's, there was beer in Texarkana, as the song goes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's giving me death glares. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, okay, I'm talking about a missing person. Uh, yes, bless her. Well, I mean, it's such a dark concept and dark topic that you got to lighten it up just a little bit. But I'm telling you, we need to have some levity. I know we've tried yes. to put some levity into it. And like, hey, who's to say the levity of this situation would be to find out what happened to her? Yeah, agreed. And you're right. The last episode we did was pretty, pretty dark. Yes, so. yeah. 100%. I understand completely. Uh, but... Uh, Mary Virginia traveled by train from to Denton, Texas, where she was enrolled enrolled in summer classes, like Will does sometimes. Uh, sometimes when I get that errant hair about me there, yeah, uh, at uh, Texas State College for Women, now called TWU or Texas Women's University, mm. and she wanted to become a laboratory technician. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, and interesting. It's still called TWU. Because men were admitted to some of the university programs in 1972 and then to all programs in 1994. Yeah, I wonder what they uh, changed the name to, honestly. It yeah. sounds like they need to. Yeah, I guess they, most people just probably refer to it as TWU, but yeah, Texas yeah. Women's University, which is mm-hmm. interesting. Okay. okay. So on the train, Carpenter met Marjorie Webster, a school teacher who was also on her way to TSCW and that uh, Texas State College for Women. So oh, a little wow. bit different initials back then in yeah. 1948. Uh, so she was also on her way to classes, and Carpenter and Webster shared a cab from the train station to the university. 
But when they arrived, Carpenter realized she hadn't checked on her luggage at the train station. Oh, man. So it has to go back or whatever. She has to go back. So she asked the cab driver, Edgar Ray Zachary, to take her back to the train station. Now, Webster offered to ride back with her, but she said, no, I'll be fine. So Webster remained behind. Well, that was so nice of her. Bless her for that. I mean, like, I, I, but like you said, I mean, you, you don't think anything's going to happen to you going to just check your bags, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. You're in a cab. You're going to drive back to the station, turn right around and come back. Yeah, it's going to be It should be easy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not familiar with train travel in the 1940s, but Carpenter's luggage wasn't at the train station, and she was told it was going to arrive later. So da- Zachary drove Carpenter back to the university and dropped her at her dorm, Breckenridge Hall, around 9.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. Now, according to Zachary, there appeared uh, there were two men that appeared to be waiting when they arrived. And in his statement, he said the men were standing next to a cream or yellow-colored convertible. And he went on to say that one of the men was tall and the other was chunky. So I don't know if that means one was tall, one was short, or yeah. one was just heavy set. He was set. a heavy set mm. guy. Maybe. I, yeah, I'm not really sure. And that's actually from Charlie Project. Oh, okay. And Carpenter appeared to know the men. According to Denton County History and Culture website, she asked them, what are you doing here? Oh, oh, wow. So Zachary left her alone with the two men and returned the following day with Carpenter's trunk or suitcase. Uh, the trunk or suitcase sat for days in front of the dorm, and Carpenter never checked into her dorm. She never went to class, and she never picked up her trunk or her suitcase. That's so weird. Like you think, I don't know. I, so how many days did it kind of sit in front, or just a few days? I guess is what they said. Uh, just a few days is is what was said. Now days later, and again, I don't know the exact number of days, or at least uh, I don't see it right here. Maybe in my notes further down. But days later, Carpenter's boyfriend. Kenny Branham, B-R-A-N-H-A-M. And I I know I'm always spelling these things out, but I may run letters together or something. So in case you guys yeah. are interested in what it really looks like. Yeah. As opposed like to a, yeah, my they, accent. I don't Yeah, with my accent too, I know they can't tell what I'm oh, saying. So. At least Will's not trying to speak French again. Not, oh, I know. That, hey, that, that was a good episode. That was hilarious. I wish we'd gotten the full thing recorded. Oh, well, I wish. Uh, back, back at, listen, we, back, that was like the grassroots days of the podcast there. My goodness. It's a, <laughs> It's been such a long time. It's been such a long time. We're it's weathered. been over a year now. We're weathered now. I, I think it's been over a year since we recorded that episode. Well, guys, if you Probably. think about it, we've we've recorded nearly what seventy episodes of this podcast, or not yeah. not this one, not but this like, one, you know, but yeah. of podcasts. Yeah, yeah just in wow. general. Yep. But all right, back on topic. Okay, here we go. Uh, anyway, boyfriend uh, hadn't heard from her. And called Carpenter's mother to see if she'd heard from her, and Carpenter's mother immediately reported her missing. Good. Well, Good. I'm, I'm still on that on the thing, like back with the, what you were just saying about the guys that she, I guess, knew. Like, was she like, "Oh, what are you doing here?" Or what are you doing here? Like, you know, like a freak like, out moment. Uh, I don't, what are you doing here? I don't, I don't know. know that it was a freak out moment because I would hope the cab driver would recognize that. Yes. And she would maybe turn back around and say, help me or something. Yeah, it's like book it or something away. Yeah, so I don't think it was anything like that. It was probably, what are you doing here kind of thing. So I hope. Yeah, according to doenetwork.org, Branham was questioned by police multiple times, passed a polygraph. Uh, Police also questioned the cab driver, Edgar Ray Zachary, multiple times. His wife backed up his story that he returned home uh, by 10 p.m. on June 1st. Mm-hmm. And as I said, Zachary also took and passed uh, polygraph tests. 
Well, it makes me wonder too. Like, what time did he drop her off in front of her dorm? Did it say at all, Rhonda? I mean, I'm assuming if it, it was 10 p.m. by the time he got home, I mean, maybe that leaves a lot, a lot of time. I don't know. No, 9:30. Uh, oh, apparently okay, he dropped so yeah. her in front of her dorm at 9:30. Okay, so that's like, yeah, not really enough time to do anything, especially you know, hopefully, but um, yeah, you would think not. In 1957, uh, Zachary was charged with attempted rape, but charges were dropped when the victim asked authorities not to prosecute. And this is from Charlie Project. Mm-hmm. Uh, TexasHillCountry.com uh, goes on to say Zachary passed a second polygraph test. So I assume in 1957, they asked him to pass, uh, ask him to take another one. Yeah. Oh, so th- so he had a separate charge for a completely different attempted like sexual assault? Basically. Yeah, nine wow. years later, 57. Oh, wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, and now his, uh, at this time, his w- wife, air quote, wife in 1948 was no longer his wife 10 years later, ex-wife. Yeah. She's now an ex-wife. Yeah. And she tells the police she lied in 1948. I was going to say, she recanted that story because that's what a Mm -hmm. lot of uh, people do. Yeah. She said Zachary actually came home closer to 2 or 3 a.m., the night Carpenter disappeared. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if those people... Well, well, you never know which. Now you don't know which one she was telling the truth on, or if she was even telling the truth on either. Yeah, maybe she was mad at him or yeah. something like that. I mean, it's ex-wife. There could be some serious relationship issues, and she just hates him. Well, it could be that he she he completely made up that you know taller guy, skinnier guy, and the chunkier guy completely. Yes, yes, uh, I agree. I yeah. agree. Will yeah, and despite that, uh, Zachary he was never charged with uh, anything in Carpenter's case. He but he was a suspect. I'm not sure if he was actually named a suspect. Yeah. Uh, and he died in 1984. Oh, so now in 1998, a man came forward claiming two men had raped and killed Carpenter, and he knew where she was buried. And it, he said it was on the university campus. Mm-hmm. Now, no evidence was found when the areas of the campus were evac- excavated, and uh, all the persons named were dead. Uh, at that yeah, point. it's like 95. Like this happened what in 58 or something like that? Is uh, no, 48, 48 is when this happened. Now this is 98 when someone comes forward and says, "Hey, yeah, I says, think hey. I know where she is." <sighs> Let's. Uh, I wish I could have been 40 years previously or something like that. You know, that would have helped matters a lot. You know. Yeah. 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 Now, in the months following Carpenter's disappearance, multiple unsubstantiated sightings were reported. On June the 11th, a ticket agent claimed to have seen her at a train station in DeQueen, Arkansas. No idea where that is, but... Yeah, like in comparison, you know? Yeah, no idea. I don't know how far or anything, you know, like for, if she's from Texarkana, you know, yeah. is it anywhere near Texarkana? Mm-hmm. Don't know. Uh, the agent picked her photo in a lineup, but then later doubted whether or not it was her. Well, also, too, I mean, if they're, if they're like, seeing... I don't know if this was one of those cases where maybe they would have had a picture of her plastered everywhere, or like, you know, flyer situation. I mean, if you see that picture, I mean, there's obviously a chance that, like, oh, you might just be subconsciously remembering that image or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how widespread the search was for her. No mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, in June, someone thought they spotted her with two men in Arkansas. A, a tall and a chunky one, maybe? Didn't say. It's a, who Didn't knows? Say. They keep on they keep on popping up. In July, somebody reported seeing her in Tucson, Arizona. And in January of 1949, Gladys Bass met a hitchhiker named Virginia who claimed to have run away. Hmm. Uh-huh. What's so weird, though? Like, you know, I mean, like, why would she run away? I may have an answer to that. <gasps> okay. This is, this is just Rhonda's thought. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, one thing, uh, Carpenter had been enrolled in the Texas State School for Women in 1945, but couldn't attend because she had to take care of her sick mother. Hmm. She did attend junior college before enrolling in 1948. Now, I don't know the mother's illness, the details of it. 
Uh, but could Carpenter have felt that she was going to have to take care of her mother forever there on yeah. out? Uh, yeah, her uh, Virginia's, uh, I say Virginia, Mary Virginia, I guess. Her father was dead. She had no brothers or sisters. Yeah. So she could have seen, you know, the the future ahead of her is Bleak. constantly being taken care of, having to take care of her mother. Yeah. That's just my thoughts. Well, I mean, that could be a complete, you know, like you said, I guess like the thing that gets me is, you know, why I try to take a train back to your campus or something like that. And then like all of a sudden you're just like, I'm just going to leave everything I have and just run away. You know, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, take the trunk. Like, I don't know. I feel like yeah. you could take the trunk. I don't know. That's weird. But yeah, I, can completely see, I could completely see what you're saying, though. Like, maybe yeah. she just wanted to take it all, not be linked to anything that was in the trunk. Like, if she had some kind of ID or yeah. something like that and just completely start anew. And we've said before, it might be a little bit easier to start anew in the 40s versus, you know, nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I don't know how, you know, you get a new social security number, I guess. Yeah. New, new driver's license. I'm not sure how easy it would have been to disappear, but you're right. A lot easier than it is now. Yes, 100%. Okay, another theory is she was killed by the phantom killer of Texarkana. It oh. seems like we always have a, a serial killer we or something. We always have it. I'm telling you, wow. they're there. They're out there, y'all. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah. From February 22nd to May 3rd, 1946, eight people were attacked with five murdered. Uh, most occur- occurred in secluded areas or lover's lane uh, late at night or on the weekends. And the final couple were attacked in their home where both were shot through a window. Oh. Now, the last attack may or may not have been connected to the Phantom Killer. Uh, the killer was never identified. Uh, the first couple oh survived God. the attack and actually spoke with the killer, but they couldn't identify him because his face was covered. Oh, that's uh, I'm like that's so crazy, too. Because, but like you said, too, like with that, the Phantom Killer... Um, it doesn't seem like that fits like maybe the MO with her case. I mean, unless like, you know, I don't know. I, I would agree. Now she did know three of the victims. That's true. Oh, so, so yeah, she's connected that way. Yeah. She's connected that way. Like Texar- through the college, I'm assuming. Uh, well, this happened in Texarkana. This is where she was oh, from. Oh yeah. So she just knows them. Yes. So, yeah. But why, if that's the case, why would the phantom killer follow her? To yeah. Denton? Well, could the phantom killer be one of the two guys? True, true. Could don't it be, know. you know, I don't know. Heck, she could know have known the Phantom Killer and found something out within days that, hey, my buddy has done this. Yeah, maybe like, hey, what are you doing here? Like, you know, maybe like she, you, I don't yeah, know. The maybe Phantom they were, Killer's following I me. know. Yeah. I'm telling y'all, that's scary. Yeah, it's uh, it, there's a lot of a lot of possibilities here. She may have run away, said, "Hey, you know, I, I want to live another life. I don't want to be me anymore." Yeah, uh, Phantom Killer followed her to to Denton, Texas, or none of the above. All of these suck. I want her to have like, can she find somebody? Get you know, have a good life, a good job. Like, yeah, that's what I want. That's the ending I wanted for her. Yeah, I try to be optimistic too, but it doesn't no. always work out. No. I'm, hey, like I said, maybe no, like you, you know, uh, well, and uh, that's why I do like the fact that we kind of cover some of the missing persons cases sometimes because it's like well maybe there's a chance you know they they went off and started anew somewhere but no that is so crazy especially like being linked to several of the victims and you know i know that link is there you can't like you know deny it yeah that's very odd i would imagine they were probably close to the same age also yeah yeah and that's why she would have known him i'm sure but uh, yeah, Lover's Lane, uh, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend type thing. And mm-hmm. she's 21, so probably, you know, fairly all close to the same age. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, I have some a lot of questions about this. I mean, if the university was for women only, wouldn't two men standing outside a woman's odd? dorm yes, at 930 very stick odd. out? At 930. <laughs> yeah, well, 930 at like, night. I, I typically mm. think, like what, I, what I'm saying, to me, the most likely thing is the cab driver. 
it, yeah. that, that's what I'm thinking, especially if like the wife is recanting it. But like you said, who's to say like if she's just recanting it because she's mad and she's like a jilted ex or something like that, you know? Uh, yeah. I mean, if, if thinking that way, these two guys never, maybe never existed. Maybe never existed. Because yeah. how easy is it to say, oh yeah, it was a, well, let me think off the top of my head, a chunky man and a tall guy, you yeah. know, or something yeah. like that. Let's give you a little bit of a description. It's yeah. very vague. Yeah. A very vague description, which could probably like be every other person. Like we, we there's always that running joke how the um you know if you have like a uh, what's it called a, a picture of the supposed killer that they'll draw sometimes and it's like it looks like every you know person average in the guy. world yeah, yeah, yeah average, average joe guy. or something like that so who knows yeah and why was it days later when she was reported missing i mean did she call her mother when she arrived at the university but i mean because she would she turned right around and got it back in the cab and went to the train station did she call her from the train station and yeah. that's why the mother didn't report her missing i mean if you had a daughter at 21 who went off to college back in the 40s you would think okay, call me when you get there. And then if I don't hear from you within, you know, like an hour, uh, I'm calling everybody to find you. Well, yeah. And also too, like if this was uh, supposedly, you know, maybe Virginia, or she was having to take care of her mother. Like, uh, wouldn't you think that would be something that she would be like, oh, you know, I haven't heard from her in a few days or something like that. Like you would think. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, A lot of suspicious stuff going on there. Just saying. Yeah. Like I said, I have a lot of questions. I just yep. don't understand why it took such a long time. Oh, I hate that too. And like you said, this sounds like such a, you know, solvable case. I think if they ever did find some kind of remains, and we've, we've discussed this before about how maybe her remains are just like a doe that was hasn't been identified or something yeah. yet. Who's to say? True. Uh, that's very true. I mean, uh, you know, here recently, like the, the 40-year-old uh, case where the girl was missing. Yeah. And she didn't even realize i guess she was missing yep. so there was some kind of a link with dna yeah and said hey you know you're the girl who disappeared 40 years ago you're like oh wow like i, I would have never known especially that's the cases yeah, that we I'd need have to some start questions. oh yeah me too yeah and, I, I guess in that case she was an infant so not yeah. quite the you know yeah she, she wouldn't have known but yeah but still it's big old question mark that's there. so interesting Rhonda. like that whole story is so odd and there's so many different facets where i could see <clears> it ending it could be like Oh, yeah, it could be the Phantom Killer. It could be the cab driver. It could be yeah. so many people. It yeah. could be Jim from down the road. It could be. I mean, hey, you really don't know. It could be the tall guy or the chunky oh, guy. Oh, the chunky guy. Yeah. They're always yeah. there. You don't know anything. Yeah, uh, and I don't have it in my notes here, and I don't know what the source was, but and I'll have to go back and look. But somewhere in there, I had read that the wife, the cab driver's wife, said that he actually drove to Denton, Texas for a while on the anniversary of her missing to buy a newspaper because apparently every year for a while they would post to put it out there that she was missing and kind of do a little background on on the story but uh yeah again i can't don't recall exactly where i got that information from but i thought that that's odd that is kind of odd but But again we don't know if it was original or after the divorce well and like you said too i mean like it could be two different things it could be oh yeah he's the killer he's going back to get some kind of souvenir to see what they're they found out or it could be that he feels badly about being the last person that saw yeah he could just be traumatized by the fact that he was the last person who saw this girl alive i mean if i was the god forbid i'm not ever saying that but if i was the last person to see someone alive or something like that i'd be pretty messed up i'd be messed up and i'd be like i would for sure like try to contribute something or keep yeah. up with it. I, you know? I would give every bit of information I could. Yeah, exactly. I would be, well, I'd be freaking out thinking that could have been my kid. That could have been my sibling, any yeah. number of things. But he did have yeah. allegedly that sexually motivated crime that he yeah. was like kind of accused for. So I don't yeah, know. That, that the is The victim stopped it. it. makes me kind of wonder if it was a, 
Uh, no, um, we're not gonna go down. It's that a road. different let's, time. Yeah, let's, let's it, well, I'm sure you know there, there's a million different explanations. Yeah. Yeah. She, it could be a million different things. And Rhonda, why did you do this to me? I'm speculating now. Yeah, yeah. stop speculating. Well, I know we can only. Yeah, I don't like speculating. No, <laughs> no. doesn't doesn't get us any facts are better. I know. I love I love a good fact for sure. Yep. Yeah, uh, I say that, but I've speculated all over this. Me one, too. So. Me too. Yeah. It could be who any knows? number of things. Who knows? It, but uh, she was declared legally dead in 1955. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that is the most recent that I have on this. Wow. That's crazy. Okay. I wonder if they have it. And did you say this is an active case still? Cold case. Cold case. Cold case. Texas okay. oldest cold case. Cold case. Yeah. So, I, like, you know, uh, who's to say maybe one day they'll they'll have like a little cold case unit that g- tries to tackle this case, you That'd know? Be, yeah. Yeah. It would be interesting if they ever found anything. I mean, yeah. yes, for sure. That's it for me. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye, you guys. Bye.